Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm Matt, and today we've got Doug and Bren. What's up? How are you, Bren and Matt? <laughs> How are you, guest okay. I'm thinking of? And that guy? Uh, I'm alright. I got to play with a puppy for like five hours today, so doing better than usual. Nice. And it only peed in the house once. <laughs> and then I did twice. <laughs> yeah, shoot uh, dominance. God damn oh, it. God. Mark your territory. Um, how are you, Matt? Doing okay. Um, I think we mentioned a, a while back that I was starting a new job soon, and I've started about two weeks ago, which is why nobody has heard from me or seen me um, or really seen any sign of life uh, coming from me or my apartment. And um, I thought that was because you were smuggling stuff down to Mexico that we can't be specific with. Well, I, I said, you know, new job. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. Kind of blew your cover there. <laughs> well, I did see the Pinecast updates continue to roll out, so I knew you were alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only form of contact we've had with you for months. It, it's just all on a timer. I've written it all months in advance. <laughs> just like just like Almost Better Than Dragons. It, it just all goes out on a schedule. Yeah. <laughs> we're automated here at Almost Better. Yep. <laughs> we've accepted uh, Skynet as our lord and savior. Anyway, let's talk about video games quick before this uh, goes off the rails any further. Too late. What have we all been playing? Anyone want to dive in first? Well, I posted something in the, the Slack channel for Show Topics. Um, I have been going through and finding all of my childhood favorites on uh, the Internet Archive. Uh, I think this one was on the Internet Archive. Some of them weren't on the Internet Archive, but they're still available and, and playable. Uh, yeah, this one was on the Internet Archive. So this game is called Mice Men. Um, so Mice Men is this DOS game. Um, it was made in 1994, and it is the most stressful game you will ever play in your entire life. Was it uh, made in 94? Because it looks like it was made in 74. Well, you know what? 1994. Uh, bear in mind, 1994, pre-Windows 95. Windows 95 hadn't come out yet. So this is like a Windows 3.1 era game um, built for DOS. Uh, bearing in mind, Windows 95 was like a layer on top of DOS. So um, <laughs> ultimately bad. Uh, but yeah, Mice Men, uh, it, it's hard as fuck. It is, it is a <laughs> difficult game. Um, but now, thanks to the magic of the internet, you can play it right in your browser because, um, you know, Chrome today has like the power of a thousand DOS emulators or something. Um, so yeah, been been getting the nostalgia. I, nice. I, I see this, and I see like your Steam library, Matt. And I'm just wondering if you know what video games are. You seem like you like <laughs> what? Like you know, Excel I, spreadsheets and like planning stuff out, and then like you bring this game to the table. And it's like this isn't a game. This is totally you know. Okay, so. You have been giving me shit on all the episodes <laughs> that I haven't been on. I've been listening to all the episodes, and you, you uh, 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 made the allegation, uh, I believe in the previous episode, that my Steam library is only composed of city-building games. And and God Simulators. Okay, so Which one God Simulator. Which is arguably a city-building game expanded to, like, humanity. Like, it's still a city-building game. In it is not scale. a city-building game. It, it's... It is a timer farming game. Um, <laughs> and I have one city building game, and that is City Skylines. So. Well, all right. Hold on. You got. I'm saying it's like. You got Prison Architect. You got City Skylines. You got uh, Goddess. Like, you got everyone's favorite, Bad Rats. You got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, You're infected. I don't know. I feel like you had a lot more. Maybe I'm wrong. Called out on air. <laughs> I, anyway, I'll admit it. I was wrong. You're wrong. All right. Um, Those are just the ones you only play, though. That's not strictly true. Um, you got like so, anyway. 70 hours in City Skylines, and then like. Yeah, because that's uh, a. Uh, and Kingdom. Then, like, played a bunch of Kingdom recently. TIS 100. Definitely not a city building game. Um, just like the worst. Like, that's just computer. That's computer programming. That's your day job as a video game. Dungeons of Dreadmore, uh, Terraria, Puzzle Agent, Don't Starve. I mean, I got I got some good shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's a variety. I give uh, Matt credit. I, I I'm on his side. 
right, fair but, enough. I, but I admit it. Don't hate. But the thing is, <laughs> I will. Say, I, 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 I do admit though. I, I was wrong. I have two city building games. I also have towns, which I don't think I've ever even played. No. And Matt, if I can't hate, I can't be on this podcast. That's all I, I contribute. Yeah, that, yeah. that is true. Oh, fair enough. Uh, I do see that you've installed the game I sent you. Have you gotten around to playing that at all? So, uh, well, actually, so I have not played really any games that require installation. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this on air. So I, I bought a new computer uh, to help work on Pinecast. So um, I have turned off my uh, lovable gaming PC and I have a brand new uh, 27 inch iMac. And so um, unless I'm going to be playing Photoshop, uh, gaming isn't really something that uh, I can, I can do. So, but the show exists. So (laughs) trade-offs. Yeah. I'll absorb all the gaming we need because God knows I have enough free time to do it. That, well, that, you're a lucky man to say you have such free time. But uh, it's speaking of uh, games that you got him, uh, I finally got around to playing the game that Basta Claus got me, um, oh. Lux- Luxuria Suburbia. <laughs> um, I didn't get very far. It was extremely confusing, and I, <laughs> I may or may not have been a little fucked up. But regardless, I was playing it, and it's just like, it's actually quite creepy. And I, as I was playing it, I'm like, I think Basta's trolling me. Uh, because, like, as you go through, like, this creepy, like, uh, like cylindrical level, it's like you're just passing through, uh, it, it, uh, honestly, it looks like you're going through a vagina. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> and, like, it, and, so, like, I think we need and, to and, talk. No, listen, though, and as you're going through this thing, this, this text is popping up, and it's telling you, like, what you're supposed to do, and it says, touch me, and then, like, that, that'll fade away. It's like, you sh- touch me and it keeps saying all this like weird stuff like uh make the colors flow and like you like you like you're supposed to like use the twin sticks on your controller and like kind of it's like but don't touch it too much or else it'll like explode or something i have no idea it's actually really fucking (laughs) weird like the 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 wording for it is super sexual and bizarre i i i kept questioning myself i'm like is this like a vagina i don't know (laughs) I, so I don't know. It was really weird. I'm, I don't really recommend that game. I didn't get far because I kept. Apparently, I kept losing too. So I was like, "All right, whatever." Uh, this to me just looks like uh, Bows on X, like an infinite runner sort of thing. And I, I mean, I guess in the pink ones, like the colors keep changing. I guess in the pink ones, I guess you're. Well, it was the kind of first a- level, so I guess maybe that was me just not getting far and just like kind of being creeped out by it, just asking <laughs> me to touch it and all this. And I was like, I think I'm just getting trolled. Maybe there is like a real game to it that uh, that is not meant to be trolled. But well, oof. like it, the colors keep changing and like stuff's moving around, so it's just like a kaleidoscope. And I just imagine you finding a kaleidoscope at like a store and just like, man, these flashlights are weird. <laughs> no, you don't put your dick in it. Like. No, it's not that at all. But no, I definitely think it was just, it seemed kind of unintuitive. Let's put it that way. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll give it another go someday. But it, in general, this game doesn't have me that excited. I, God damn it, Bastaclan. <laughs> yeah, watching the video, I, I'm not sure exactly what's happening. So I can see that. I, it was very confusing. Yeah. Um, the only other real game I've been playing was, uh, that Pocket Morty's game. I decided to get it because it's free. Um, interesting art style. Uh, if you're into, like, the whole Pokemon vibe, and if you're an actual fan of the show, like, I don't really watch the show, even though I know everyone drools all over it. But, uh, it, it seems like it's kind of fun, but it, it kind of just seems like, uh, really fleshed out a Flash game, like, something you'd expect, like, online in a browser. But, uh, in a Pokemon setting, it's really not like too exciting. If you ask me, it's, it's kind of a probably getting more praise than it really deserves. I, I kind of got bored already with it. Yeah. I can't imagine it's like actually getting any praise from people over like, this is an innovative game or like this game's amazing. 10 out of 10 IGN. Well, IGN might because they get paid to do reviews, but like, I think at least everyone should be aware that it's like, it's Pokemon, but with a Rick and Morty skin over it and not like not nearly as long. Yeah, it's an adult uh, swim game, so it's like nothing like too serious, if you ask me. Yeah, it's not like they innovated and created a new battle system or did something different. Like it's, it's nice that they did it. Like for Rick and Morty, it's kind of like, oh, that's neat, but it's not. It definitely should be free. It shouldn't have been 
paid for because oh, it's nothing new. Yeah, definitely. And you can tell the budget was pretty minimal, like <laughs> as far as like the UI and the graphics and stuff. Yeah. It's something that's like, oh, that's a neat, like, as a secondary thought, but it's nothing that people are demanding for. Like, yeah. we want a, you know, sequel to Pocket Mortys. It's like, eh, do you? Nah. No, it's, it's interesting. And I'm sure if you're into that, you could have fun for a little while, but I'm already bored. <laughs> Just figured I'd let everyone know I tried it out, though. Yeah, that's good. How about you, Matt? You're the big mobile gaming guy. Anything new there? Um, mobile gaming. Uh, not really, honestly. Um, Oh, well, I actually, instead of some games, I have some apps that I got recently that are pretty useful, and maybe our listeners might uh, benefit from hearing about them. Um, the one is uh, Mint, and it's by Intuit. Uh, I guess that's kind of the same company that does... Is is that like the Wacom tablet or something? I feel like... They, no, they that's Intuos. Be... Intuos. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I'm getting them confused. But anyway, Intuit, that sounds familiar too. But regardless, this Mint app is really cool. You can hook up your credit card, your bank account, and any other things, like if you have a PayPal or whatever, and it shows you all your recent transactions and uh, your current uh, account balances and like it gives you like bill reminders uh, i got a free scre- uh, credit score so that was really literally took like two minutes and i got and i'm really pleased to see that my credit it's really good um and then it also just shows you your cash flow versus how much you earned and what you spent in general it's just a really cool uh handy app to keep track of your finances and stuff so i just got it and i'm hoping it's going to help me spend my money a little more uh intelligently <laughs> i was kind of hoping it would just like spray out like a little cloud of mint just like pss, ah like it just freshens the air that would be lovely i've, or just, like, I've just used mint the- before and it it's it's quite good it, it's yeah. actually kind of nice the the only thing i'm very frustrated by is, is that sometimes their integrations are just terrible like their integration with capital one for like nine months was just trash. Like it kept Ooh. getting disconnected. And I think it was probably Capital One's fault. But at the same time, it's like, can you guys just talk to each other and like work it out? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I hear you. How many Definitely. Capital One customers are there out there? Like probably a, a lot. Definitely. But yeah. Next time on Almost Better Than Fiscal Responsibility. Oh, <laughs> But no, definitely. Uh, at least I didn't have to worry about anything. I had uh, no real problems hooking up my accounts, which was nice. So if that's something that you might uh, be interested in, definitely check it out. It's free. It's really nice. And then this other one, I don't really use it, and I got it a little while ago, but it's uh, it's called Mindly, and it's basically just like a thought organization app where you can like make these little like diagrams of like what you're trying to accomplish and... Uh, I don't know. It's a really neat way of just staying organized if you have a lot of tasks and stuff that you have to like tackle. But it's like a unique kind of uh, UI and system. So check it out if you need a way to like just like jot your thoughts down and be like, oh, certain tasks and stuff. If we ever do turn a uh, almost better or almost better than fiscal responsibility, was that what we said? Yes. <laughs> I can never be. I can never be on it because I actually had to have friends call me and tell me not to buy the Batman Beyond complete season or complete series. And instead, I should invest my money in buying a new pair of shoes because mine were literally falling off my feet while I stood in Best Buy debating on whether or not I should buy all of Batman Beyond. I really wanted that like whole series, though. It was good. Who needs shoes? Who needs shoes? I got Terry McGillan as the new Batman and... Uh, Bruce Wayne as old man Batman, essentially Clint Eastwood, and he's just pissed off and hates everyone. It's great. You could totally just use like old bread bags, right? Rubber that bands. was what I yeah, said. It's fine. Just spray some Lysol in there periodically. Who needs a belt when you got an extension cord? You can just wrap it around and plug it in. Exactly. It's great. God Have you ever it. done that? <laughs> Have you ever like gone somewhere and and you realize that you forgot to put a belt on that morning, and so you like you go through your car and you find like your USB phone charger, and so you use that <laughs> as a belt instead. You, like pull your I never shirt did down. It. I never did that, but like a piece of string or something, maybe. Yeah, I've I've used like a uh, string from like a hoodie, like that goes around the hoodie, mm. just pulled it out of the hoodie. That's clever. As long as your shirt's covering it, like as long as your shirt's mm-hmm. long enough, you can just cover it. It's like who cares? No one sees it. I've had like. Some incidents where HDMI cables have have served as as belts. <laughs> HDMI cables thing. as belts. Yeah. Listen, the nice thing about HDMI cables, a lot of people don't realize this. HDMI cables are dirt cheap. Like 
you can go to Best Buy and it's like, oh, a 20 foot HDMI cable for $900. And everybody's like, wow, this guy would be real high quality. But like, you can go on Amazon and get one that works just as well for like a buck 280. Like, it's no problem. Hmm. Yeah. And it's digital signal. Sh- and if you need a quick shower and you're tight on, uh, tight on your budget, spend like five bucks on a bottle of a breeze and just hose yourself down. It's called a whore's bath. You get the naughty bits. <laughs> God, Can damn. we say that, that on the internet? Yeah. <laughs> what a horse bath! God <laughs> damn. It. Believe me, Matt. I've said a lot worse things, probably in this episode, if we go back and listen. God damn. Oh god. Done that in college one or two times. In other news, um, yes. We, on. we 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 are hoping to very soon begin asking our listeners for money. <laughs> <laughs> bad segue. Segway, yeah. That Segway's so bad, the owner of Segways rode it off the cliff and killed himself on it. Because well, that's how he actually died. The honest truth, listener, is that we're tired of taking horse baths. And we really <laughs> the reason we're talking about being so poor is we are. <laughs> so we've we've talked about this in the past. Um, we we do want to start a Patreon. Um, it, it's going to be a way that you guys can help support the shows. Um, not just Almost Better Than Silence is going to be for the entire Almost Better Network. So that includes Almost Better Than Dragons. It includes Life in Overdrive. Uh, that's so quiet when that gets back off the ground. Press continue podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and basically what, what we're going to do is you can contribute any amount and we're going to have three tiers. And at each tier, there will be rewards from every single one of the shows in the network. So um, for instance, at the $5 tier, um, you'll be able to get your name in Almost Better Than Dragons. At the $5 tier, you'll be able to ask your questions to be answered in the intro of Life in Overdrive. Um, and we're still sort of refining things. So, so basically, um, th- this is our way of generating revenue. We've never done sponsorships. We don't have referral codes for Squarespace or Casper mattresses or MeUndies or whatever. Um, oh, God. So, so much fucking Loot Crate. I, oh, God. Uh, out of principle, I don't want Loot Crate just because I have to hear it every fucking other pocket. Sorry. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of these things. We've talked about it before on previous episodes, but, you know, advertising is fundamentally broken, right? Like if, if we do a Squarespace ad and Mark Marin does a Squarespace ad, what's the point of using our code versus Mark Marin's code, right? Um, and so we really want to sort of appeal to you guys and uh, every single show in the network will have rewards. Um, Doug, you've been thinking about rewards for Amos Better Than Silence. Um, and so we're, we're going to formally put this together and announce what those reward tiers are. There's going to be a $5 tier, $10 tier, and $20 tier. Um, and then we will have contribution goals. So once we hit like a certain amount of money every month, um, we'll do something network-wide. And, um, you know, ultimately it's it's to produce better content for you guys. So um, keep your eyes peeled and, and your ears peeled and uh, we'll be sending out more information in, in future episodes, but that's something that we're really getting serious about for 2016. Um, we do want to use this as an opportunity to make the network better and grow the network. And, um, the money's not just going to like buy us a beer or something. Like we're actually going to use it to buy equipment and better software and, uh, support the hosting and, and whatever else. So, um, yeah, that's actually coming together and we're actually doing it. And, um, uh, you know, like one New Year's resolution sort of halfway together. Definitely. Yeah. I also want it to also kind of fund like certain events that we can host and things and maybe even get some of us, our asses out to like uh, conventions and stuff like PAX East. But like, obviously that's sold out. So not this year, but in the future, if we get enough uh, support and stuff, that'd be something that'd be a great way to actually get out and meet our fans. Yeah. And suddenly like, one of us down, like we sent AJ down to PAX uh, South. How's it down there, AJ? He's like, hey guys, it's just him in like an empty room. <laughs> it's like, well, that was worth the money. <laughs> Come back, AJ. And, and it's uh, not just for us to have a fun experience, but like if we go somewhere, oh, we no. can interview people yeah. in person and and you know actually produce better content. So um, yeah, and it is meet, exciting. Meet you, folks. Yeah. Oh, is there a convention out in like Norway? We had a lot of listeners out there. Oh God, that'd be actually real cool. Isn't uh, the original Mojang office in in Norway? We can we can all pack up and play some Minecraft. Oh God, you and your Minecraft. Uh, uh, don't hate. I don't even know what Mojang is. It's the company that makes Minecraft. 
They got bought oh. by Microsoft. Speaking of uh, gotcha. making our network better, uh, I guess now's the time to announce it. I was going to save it for plugs, but fuck it. We might as well just bring it up. Uh, Rip the Band-Aid are- off. Yeah, we uh, have a new show coming to the network. Uh, we've mentioned them. We've actually interviewed them in the past. It's the Switchboard Infinity Crew. Uh, they're a really talented uh, bunch with like doing the whole radio drama thing uh, in a sci-fi setting. It's such an awesome uh, listen. The first that's season is nine episodes, so you guys can good fucking quality. Oh, it's incredible! It, it's um, actually really good. I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah, and and they're such awesome people. I'm really glad to have them on board uh, joining our network. And so you guys can check out the first season. Like I said, n- nine episodes will be all available. And the second season is going to be kicked off uh, on our network relatively soon. I, I don't have any solid launch dates at the moment. So if uh, by the time this episode goes out, I might include it in the show notes or something. So just keep an eye out there. Yeah, we're we're still getting the infrastructure set up and getting them all linked up on our websites and getting them a Pinecast account or whatever else. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's really exciting to have them here. Uh, if you guys are listening, welcome. Uh, it's it's awesome for us to grow the network and to think that. Have I ever told? I don't know if I've ever told this story before of like getting the message from Doug saying like, "Hey, I want to start a podcast." Oh no, please no, please do because I heard it from AJ before, I think, and not you. So on like don't take offense to this, but like honestly, <laughs> no, I know no, I've said this to uh, before, let me just preface this with. I always tell this story to everyone else. So I'm like honestly barely knew uh Matt and I barely knew like many of these people. Like sure I lived with AJ for a semester and you <laughs> I know. we had classes together, but it's not like we hung out. So it's like I, yeah. I just in general, me doing that was the giant the most large shot in the dark there ever was. And I I was actually stunned at your response. But go ahead and tell it from your perspective. So we knew each other because we went to college together. Um, I was the president of the computer club, which is the nerdiest possible sentence that any human being could <laughs> utter in their life. But anyway, um, it was less about like being a giant massive nerd and more about like we get free pizza once a week. And <laughs> um, it's, it was it was just being nice the, to like do something. Giant pizza nerd. Yeah, a giant pizza nerd. You know, it you can go to a computer pizza, lab. Though. And also, so the thing about the college we went to is a Catholic school and they had these ridiculous internet filters. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you know, anyway, um, so the computer, <laughs> so the computer we lab, won't touch the, that topic. <laughs> the CS computer lab didn't have internet filters. So I'll just <laughs> let you let that soak in. But anyway, um, a lot of Doug, porn. you were in the computer club, right? Yes. Or tangentially involved in it. I don't. I don't even. I, remember. I was but anyway. the guy that would show up randomly and like every <laughs> other week. Pizza. If you expected me to be there, like it, it was like fifty percent chance. Yeah, I mean the the advisor for the club loved you. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, that was literally all I knew about Doug, right? And then I transferred schools two years in, and I didn't hear from you for four years, five years. Yeah, easy. I mean, I I'm yeah. not good at staying in touch with any of my friends i'm a bastard yeah i mean we were facebook friends but like Bust. beyond just seeing each other's timeline posts like there we we had had no interaction um and so god it was like the end of 2014 like november 2014 december 2014 yeah and i got a facebook message from you i think and you were like hey i want to start a podcast and I remember sitting there, like, reading the email, and I was like, Douglas Coleman? This and, asshole? And I, had, well, I, had, I had to, like, look up your profile to, like, make sure I was thinking of the right person. And I was like, oh, yeah, I went to the sales with him. This is kind of weird. And <laughs> honestly, like... You tell someone you hate him over the internet. <laughs> like, seriously, don't take offense to this, but, like, I was thinking to myself, like, he's going to be really into this for, like, a month. And then he's going to like be editing this and then he's not going to be into it anymore. It's just going to fizzle out. Like he's going to invite me to do the first one or the second one. And then it's just not going to be a thing anymore. And so we recorded and I sent you my files and everything. And, you know, um, you got AJ into it and you got um, Brent into it. And, and, and 
it, it sort of got like this snowball effect where as you got more people into it, it you kept doing it more and more. And probably after about a month, we'd release like three or four episodes. Um, and it, it was like in new and noteworthy on, on iTunes. I was like, Oh wow. Like he's actually serious about this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, it's, it's funny. I think, uh, we launched initially with like a good three or four episodes. So yeah, by the end of the first month, like, yeah, we were closed in on 10 episodes. Like we were just like cranking them out. And it's funny how initially we had, uh, my mindset was, okay, yeah, I didn't, I knew my giant fear was it's going to fizzle out. And how do I avoid that? By having more people available and like more hosts that I could rely on. So Joe was, uh, an initial host that completely fizzled out. Oh, and then, Joe. And then AJ and you. So it was it's initially just us four. And it's kind of funny. I think Bren came in around episode six or seven or something, mm-hmm. but thank God for him because like I was even just putting in perspective, like, we have like 80 some episodes now going in, like closing in on the nineties and shit. And like you two have been like the uh, biggest contributors. So I'm really grateful. Uh, we couldn't have made it here without Bono and you two. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, God. That was a good I just one. love puns. Do- Dr. Toasty puns. puns. Dr. Toasty puns. Jesus <laughs> Christ. No. I want to I start that. And it's just every day. It's a new podcast every single day, but it's just me reading like a list of like five puns. With no context, just that pun. <laughs> I, I want you to carry around like a pocket audio recorder with you. And it's just like this stitched together series of like clips of you just making puns. And like you could tell the background <laughs> noise is different in each one. You just shove them all together and upload it like once a week. Oh, no. <laughs> I, u- I used to have this book. It was literally a thousand and one cool jokes. <laughs> it had to reassure you. like it was- Yeah. It's like, no, you didn't waste you didn't your money. Qualifier. You're not the biggest dork on the planet for having this. I don't know where I got it. But I, w- I texted a joke a day to, like, a buddy of mine for, I think, like, two and a half years. And he Jesus. fucking hated it. Because they're all just horrific, usually puns. And just dumbass jokes. Damn it, I wish I kept that. I don't know where that is now. All right, wait, before we go off on more of that, I do Sorry, really yes. have, I have a real question, though. Uh what made you say yes, Matt? I'm really like, that's the thing about it. It was a shot in the dark, and I was more expecting a no when I was like, I'm, I was honestly gathering troops and being like, uh, seeing who would be actually interested. What, like, why did you even think to yourself, like, you know what? Why, why not? I feel like our first episode was semi awkward, but we got through it and then it just kind of started to get natural. And like, we found that we do have similar interests and like what we don't like, uh, I found that I was learning so much from you. It's like, I could like learn from you, like soak it up like a sponge. Um, I think part of it was AJ being on the show. Um, AJ and I were roommates for a while. Uh, and so I, I knew him really well and, uh, sort of getting to talk to people with similar interests was nice. Um, the reason why I said yes, uh, if you actually look back at my YouTube, actually don't look at my YouTube channel, but <laughs> um, I used to, I used to do like little let's plays and, and like little video game stuff. And I got a decent number of views, like n- not like enough to, you know, quit my job or anything by a long shot, but you, you know, it, it was enough that like people were watching my stuff, but it was really tiring. And I'd always sort of wanted to do a podcast, but I never really had the inspiration or time. And, um, at least with like a a video game, let's play, you could sit down and record something and people don't necessarily need to like you. They just need to like the game. And then you're sort of like narration on top of it. Right. But then without the game, it's like, you actually have to either be entertaining or provide some sort of value proposition. Um, and so I'd wanted to do a podcast, but doing a podcast by yourself takes a lot of talent. Um, and so, you know, you, you were like really psyched about it. And I was like, Hey, well, you know, why the fuck not? You know, what's, <laughs> what's the worst that could happen, right? Like the worst that could happen is that it fizzles out. Um, or like, it turns out that you're a Nazi or something. Yeah. I was just going like, to say, extremely like, racist. You, yeah. <laughs> like I have to, to the Aryan brother of those episodes. Oh God. No, but yeah, it it was, it was like one of those things like, I don't really have anything better to do with my time. And you know, I like the idea of it. So 
what what was your honest opinion uh when i pitched it to you because i think at that time i even had the name and everything i was like what what do you think of almost better than silence did you go into it thinking oh we could come up with something better or and then you just kind of rolled with it um actually when you first contacted me you didn't have a name you you had ideas for names and you and you were pitching them to me and i could probably look back and find some of the original names let's any others (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll well, look it up while I, while we're okay, talking. But, while you look yeah. that up, I'll uh, bring into the, how Bren got brought into the mix. I think listeners, if you're like a hardcore fan and you listen to a lot of episodes, you may know that the reason Bren was introduced to me is via my girlfriend. She, they were just mutual friends, and it turns out when I told my girlfriend, "Oh yeah, I'm trying to do this whole podcast thing," she's like, "Oh, you might want to talk to this guy. He might be able to give you advice and stuff." I was like, "Oh well, why not?" And then. I remember talking to you and you were so busy with that uh, internship that turned out to be a giant fuck up. Uh, so fun. So fun. Yeah, but you uh, you were just like, I don't think I could be a host, but uh, I could always give you advice and let you know what I think of it and stuff. And then lo and behold, you quit that job and mm-hmm. became a host and have <laughs> lurked here ever since. <laughs> I just, I'm a bum. I just haven't left. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I remember when uh, your girlfriend started dating you and she's like, because me and my buddies were all just big nerds so when we hung out with like her we'd be talking about like oh yeah the latest episode of dbz is this and you know i'm playing this game and she's just like look at us with contempt with like her other friends like ugh, why do we hang out with these assholes (laughs) and then she's like talking about you and it's like oh yeah my boyfriend got me to watch summer wars i'm just like whoa 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 yes so you used to give me shit all the time and now you're dating one like oh how dare you dude well just like today i was like uh hanging around it's like a lazy saturday and uh she's got uh sora socks on and i'm like i'm just a lucky ass boyfriend like that's just great <laughs> well you converted her you're you're one of the few where you're able to convert her into yourself as opposed to just scaring her away like so many in the past very true <laughs> she, she was open-minded though so i feel like uh nerd advice if you're looking for a girl uh just as long as she's open-minded and you can show her that, no, really, this shit's actually cool. Uh, <laughs> it'll it'll has, it'll sell itself if she's cool with that kind of stuff. She has to have that low will that you can just break down eventually. I know. Just why, grind it away. It's like, just it's like an MMO. Just forge grind. the girlfriend you want to have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember her yeah, sending me a message. and It's like, hey, you like podcasts and you're a big fucking nerd. It's like, you want to do a podcast with my boyfriend? I was like, all right, I got nothing else to do. I'm drunken in elmira for all my time so yeah and then i came home and then i was just drunk so (laughs) i got nothing to lose and it gives me a place to rant about video games all the time which i think is actually worse for me because before i'd keep all this like nerd rage inside and just have no one to talk about it with but now that there's a podcast i keep yelling about stuff all the time and I can see, like, friends of mine or, like, my dad when I'm yelling to him about, like, it's like, my problem with Gravity Falls is that I can see, like, the eyes glaze over and just, like, he dies inside a little time, a little bit <laughs> each time. It's like, this is my child. This is what I created. This is what I contribute to the world. This angry little fuck. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So now I can't, I can't hold back the nerd rage anymore now that I have an outlet. And I apologize to everyone for that. No, that's fair. I'm glad you have a outlet for it. It's great. Oh god, I just got so much problems with so many people in the world. But I, I, first of all, I don't have any faith that Matt's gonna look this far back and find any weird contributions. Did you have any? Um, luck? Well, so I, I looked back and I found the original Facebook message from October twenty ninth, twenty fourteen. Wow, um, that's this is a blow. Like this is I'm, blowing my mind. I'm trying to find stuff too. I. If, Hey man, just wondering if you'd be interested in starting a tech podcast with me. I don't really know anyone interested, and figured I'd ask. I think the fact that we don't know each other that well could work out as a good dynamic for hosting the show. No worries if you can't slash aren't interested. That was yeah, that, that was the exactly original like message. Me. God, I'm such a, <laughs> I probably it took me like twenty minutes to write that too, and I was like rethinking it and be like, "Oh, this guy's gonna think I'm a weirdo." And the, oh my the, God, the interesting I... part, you sent it at nine a.m. <laughs> I must have been inspired as fuck or something. You're getting shit done. Oh cool. god, I'm going through my Facebook messages trying to find it. And, mm, this is a bad idea. I'm getting a lot of drunken regret from, or seeing a lot of drunken messages on here. That, oh god, not worth it. I'm bailing. I can't find it, Doug. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's it's by far too embarrassing for me to keep going further. No, that's fair. All right, but um, oh, that god. was a fun little uh, reflection on how this this is like how this show even happened. It's just crazy. It really is like 
us going this far, we're I I can't believe we haven't missed a Monday. Knock on wood, like fucking righteous. And I'm just so grateful that you guys have continued uh, your interest and that we've actually grown like a large listener base, and that you guys really you've been giving us feedback. In fact. Uh, one of our listeners sent us an email, email and gave us an I was a walrus category. So I think it'd be pretty cool if maybe Matt and Bren faced off because you guys have some pent up aggression against each other. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, I, I, I feel like I, I do have to participate in this because after uh, the best of I was the walrus and Bren just shitting on all of my answers in the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no opportunity to defend myself. All right, so no, this is great. Best just got weird answers. Off. I don't know what's up with Basta. What's wrong with Basta? Big He's got a asshole. weird sense of humor. <laughs> as if I'm not a big enough asshole, I get to, I get to do the commentary where I could just hide behind the wall of like the past and be like, "You guys can't defend your shit." It's like now I get to poke fun at you and you can't do nothing. It's like I'm in the lead and I'm going to critique everybody's response. Yeah, it's all I got. <laughs> all right, well we're gonna play. I was the walrus. because we don't have to think of the categories. Yeah, well, I have to think of the third one if we get there. Um, Alright, the so this is what? round That's the one. Music. I just did the music for you. Jesus oh, Christ, I, I was wondering what that was. I thought you were like, eating something. <laughs> we're not playing What's That Sound, Matt. Um, oh, Jesus. Uh, A Don Tauntaun? <laughs> Alright, round it sounds one. Like. Yeah. Round one, Matt versus Bryn. Uh, let's go with here's. Let's. I'll save the user submitted one for round two, but uh, we have one that I just randomly saw on Facebook, and it's nothing too exciting, but we can go with it. Uh, so whoever sent it, fuck you. No, no, nobody sent it, but <laughs> oh, it's just something I saw. But it, here's oh, okay. the category: you've been kidnapped. You can call on the characters from one television show to make a rescue attempt. Which show do you pick? Like any show, like any format. Any television show, and those characters are going to save your ass. You've been kidnapped. Hmm. Hmm. All right, I got mine. Um. Okay, I I got mine too. Um. Okay, guys. Round one. Three, two, one, go. The cast of the surreal life. The secret world of Alex Mack. Ooh. Whoa, I don't know either of these shows just because I don't watch TV, so that doesn't help. So I'm going to do a little bit of Googling. Uh, I guess uh, you guys can do some... Uh, debating. Yes. Alex Mack is back in the glory days of Nickelodeon. Calissa explains it all. But, like, yeah. she, she turns into, like, a metallic put- puddle and, like, can move around. Like, it, what else can she do? What was yours, Bren? The Surreal Life? It's a reality show where they take old, outdated, irrelevant... Uh, pop culture stars and put them at a house and it's kind of just like Big Brother where they have to like live together but like no one's gonna work harder for you to try and save you than a no longer relevant pop culture star because they need that limelight they need to get back in the public's eye and they'll fight for all their worth but they're, but if they rescue me if this is like a kidnapping uh mission and they rescue me for the FBI or whatever because I'm that important that the FBI is coming after me and like they make national news because of it they're like Hey, you remember uh, Charo from season three of The Surreal Life and everything else she did in like the 70s or whenever she was relevant? It's like she just saved some kid like from kidnappers from a terrorist group. And like now she's on like all the headlines. So she's going to she's going to earn for that love, earn for that love. She's going to fight for that attention, I should say. I mean, it, the, the thing I would be concerned about, you're going to have. You're going to have, like, the A-team, like, from back in the day, but they're all going to be, like, old men, you know? It's no, like, no, no, no. Yeah, here comes the A-team. It's like, ugh, my arthritis. No, it's going to no, be terrible. It, it's going to be a disaster. It, it's it's going to be, like, this really heroic attempt, and then they also get, like, kidnapped or shot or some other ridiculous bullshit. See, The Secret Life of Alex Mack, a girl 
splashed with an experimental chemical. The entire plot of the show is her getting into <laughs> and getting out of sticky situations by turning into a puddle of mercury. I mean, at this point, like, she's already a superhero, right? Mercury is poisonous. No, we don't know if it was mercury. It was an unidentified silver liquid. Well, yeah. So, and so you so, don't be throwing around elemental properties if you don't know for sure. She, it, well, it looks like mercury. But it looks a lot like she mercury. She is effectively the Pokemon Ditto, but silver and before no, Pokemon was invented. No. Ditto no, meets Silver true. Surfer. Ditto shapeshifted. She is just a puddle. She kind of shapeshifted. I think she's she, more of the Pokemon muck. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little muckish. She could she could reform into her human body and then melt into a puddle, but that was it. She couldn't, like, shapeshift into other people. Yeah, but th- think don't about ma- think Don't about make this her shit. sound cooler than she is. Think about yeah, this. I, like, she's gonna... she's She can make, uh, like, electricity shoot out of her fingers. She can turn into a puddle to get, like, through weird doors and, like, sewer grates and things. She's got wait, telekinesis. Whoa, no. None of this is true. Th- she this is totally puddle, true. That's it. When? It, have Wait, you actually watched this, this show? Happens. I'm on the no, Wikipedia nobody needs page to know right this. now. Hold on. As the judge here, all I gotta say is, I'm looking at images of both shows, and if I was kidnapped and I was getting saved, I wouldn't want to be saved by this creepy little 90s girl that can turn into muck. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the surreal life on this yes! one. You, so you're um, gonna go up for, for some washed up TV, B-rated TV stars yeah, over somebody hilarious. with superpowers. Yes, because Mar- it'd just be it'd be more interesting. Doug, than you're I, the I worst. Do. I know. <laughs> so is this game. But no, <laughs> Matt, I'll say you're not you're not only over exaggerating Alex Mack, but you're also over exaggerating the cast of the Surreal. This is literally B rated. <laughs> They're below B rated. They are like D rated. Yeah, because you got MC Hammer, Corey Feldman, Emmanuel Lewis, Ron Jeremy, every ABTS's favorite Dave Coulier. Uh, I I, Dad I Pratt, do, however, Flav. want you to be aware that you do not remember the secret life of Alex Mack at all. If the only thing you remember is her turning into a puddle, you need to go back and revisit your nineties television trivia. Oh, I'm, I'm angrily Wikipediaing this. If I'm, if I'm revisiting any nineties thing, it's something I want to enjoy. I can tell I'm not going to enjoy that. Watch one episode. (laughs) It's not good. It is not good, but it it will give you an idea. Some creepy nineties. All right. Girl. Well, it looks like we made it to round two. You can stop Googling whatever you're looking up <laughs> if you need to, but go ahead if you feel like it. But- oh, I'm going to take this off air if we need to. Okay, great. Um, So this uh, I just category- mailed a glitter bomb to Bren. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, this category comes from our fan that emailed us. Uh, if you want to send us any categories of your own, you could always do that at almostbetterthansilence at gmail.com. And this is from our fan Brad or Brad. He says, I thought of an idea for I was the Walrus. Uh, you are able to create a legendary named artifact with powers. Think of the One Ring from Lord of the Rings or Sting. Uh, what would you make and what would its power be? Secret Life of Alex Mann had four seasons? Jessica Alba was in it? What the fuck? Yeah, God see? So, maybe I don't know this show. <laughs> uh, Alright. Secret Artifact. You can and, you can create a legendary artifact with powers. What's the uh, name of Alex, it, and what's the power? You get the backwards baseball cap of Alex Mack. <laughs> oh fuck! You're gonna auto lose. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. God. This is gonna take a little more thinking, though. Hmm. And while you do that, I'll think of a third category in case Matt s- succeeds. Uh, I doubt it. In case. I hope you so. Mean, I mean, not I not when. Very, no, in the very not even giving events. me the benefit of the doubt. Like the judge has already decided the that I've lost. the benefit of the doubt ever in this game. But then again, Bren's been on a losing streak. So. <laughs> I lost uh, to Mark. Yeah, that's true. Reason. That's true. And who, like, but did I lose before that to someone? Like, uh, was it a really streak, or was it just that last one? I think it's actually that one and a Kier or something. So I forget. I'll have to look into uh, it. Yeah, I don't remember enough to debate it. I I probably have been though. I feel like I've been on a losing streak. It's all good. Alright. Uh I got the object and what it does. Now for a name. I'm terrible at names. I know that's the funny thing. We had that what we had to do. Think of a pilot for adult swim, and I had everything thought out except for the name. Oh god, I'm an idiot. I'm looking at a screenshot 
of that email that our guy sent us so I could read the thing. And on the screenshot is a messenger bubble with like a notification. And I'm like tapping on it furiously, like being like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why won't this open? Oh my God. It's like when a little kid has like used nothing but like tablets and like smartphones. And then they like see a picture frame and try to like swipe left to like unlock it or something. <laughs> it's like, Oh, you dumb child. That's insane. I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Wikipedia list of mythological objects page, and there's this, um, there's this one. It's amazing. It's Nebrok, uh, which is, uh, which translates loosely to death underpants. And its description is a pair of pants made from the skin of a dead man, which are capable of producing endless supply of money. I've actually heard of this. What? Uh, I'm going to send this shit to you guys. Look at this. Hold on. I didn't I didn't know the money part, but I've actually heard of that before. And in Icelandic witchcraft, mm-hmm. uh is necropants. Literally death underpants <laughs> are a pair of pants made from the skin of a dead man <laughs> which are capable of producing an endless supply of money. Where oh, does Iceland. the money come from? So from your dick. Uh, yeah, it has to. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Iceland actually has an app developed for them. Because the lineage is so close in Iceland, because of like all the Vikings and there's so little people there, that they actually have an app to make sure that you're not gonna like. It's like a Tinder app, but to find out if you're related to the person. Oh, so that way, that way you don't accidentally bang your cousin. Listen up. to this, guys. Uh, there's an actual ritual in case you want to create your own necropants. Uh, you have to get permission though from the living man uh, to use his skin after death. <laughs> <laughs> Doug. Now, if Doug, you're going to file a corpse, to ask remember you. to get their permission first. <laughs> oh, go for it, Matt. Can I use your skin after you die? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, it's, if it's for the sole purpose of making necropants, you're more than welcome, Matt. Okay. I, I, I want you to just have an endless supply of money. Guys, I think we have our first merchandise to put in the Necro ABTS pants. store. Oh, dude, no, let's get a... I know we don't have any uh, sponsors yet, but if we can get a teamwork going with MeUndies, I think uh, <laughs> we got this. Right, well, here, here's a- the thing. If, if we get $1,500 a month in, in donations <laughs> on our Patreon, uh, we will send uh, the first donor uh, a pair of Necropants made from brand skin. Wait, what? Why? why am I... The one being skinned. You're the first what? one on the sacrificial uh, list. What? Yeah, you, 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 um, you're just angry. You're just bitter because I keep winning. <laughs> I mean, I am. I say we hunt down Joe, try to see if he's alive, and then if he is, oh, that's then true. we kill him. Two pairs of necropants. One pair of necropants for, <laughs> for anybody that donates $500 a month or more. <laughs> uh, but I just can't believe that it's such a, a profitable piece of uh, equipment. That's great. A coin must be stolen from a poor widow and placed in the scrotum along with the magical sign written on a piece of paper. Consequently, the coin will draw money into the scrotum so it will never be empty. <laughs> Wait, so so your, your ball sack becomes a, a coin bag? Coin purse. Your coin purse becomes a literal coin oh, purse. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, and if it's saying that you'll have an endless supply, that just means, oh, God. Mm-hmm. To ensure salvation, the owner has to convince someone else to overtake the pants and step into each leg as soon as he gets out of it. That sign God. is pretty badass. Like, See, this is credit. an investment. If you donate to the Amos Better Network, you will sustain your family for generations to come. Yep. Iceland, you're so crazy. That's awesome. The oh, Iceland. Check that shit out. We'll put that link in the show notes. That was a good laugh. But all right, I need your items and their powers. Uh, anybody ready? Oh, hold on. I forgot what mine was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, no. So I got it. I got it. I got it. I don't think anyone's beating death underpants, but all right. Uh, or necropants. Necropants. You guys ready? Okay. Let's do this. Round two. Uh, three, two, one, go. A power glove of revengeance. And it's the NES Power Glove, the old school gaming, I don't know if it's a console technically, but it's a glove you wore and had like a keyboard on it. And like a hand. It was just so dumb. Yeah, some kind of controller thing. Yeah, and it was popular in the movie The Wiz, uh, which is a very data reference none of you guys understand. But with the special ability is you'd be able to literally punch through the internet and just punch some bitch in the face who's like talking shit, like some troll. Punch through That's the internet. Cool. All right. You can literally just, like, every time I've said I'm going to punch you through the internet, Doug, I'll literally be able to do this now. Okay, but what's the name of the piece of equipment? 
the power glove of revengeance. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm bad okay. with names. Okay. Uh, Matt? I feel like that's going to lose it for me. A pair of iron gauntlets, right? Oh, boy. And What's up with you getting gloves, guys? All right, it's no, not gloves. Ahead. Gauntlets are not gloves. It's like no, gloves right. without the hands, right? And they let what? you reach through walls, right? Mm. So, like, reaching into, Very like, bank vaults or, like, walking through, you know, like, closed doors or whatever. Hmm. I feel like Matt stole my idea. Yeah, I, a little bit, but it's it, also I'm gonna, it's different. I'm going to put. I'm going to uh, invoke the power of copyright infringement. So, so my steel gauntlets are mm-hmm. it, it, somehow violating your copyright on a Nintendo branded piece of merchandise that interfaces with the internet. Steel yes. spelled S T E A L. Ooh, clever wordplay, yeah, Doug, on an audio medium. Yeah, steel gauntlets. <laughs> With, with with the the synonym or uh, no, it is homophone. it is a hand it's a magical hand accessory that you're able to face through physical things with I believe that's uh, grounds for a lawsuit no all I gotta say is they're both they're semi similar similar but definitely different enough for me to allow it my my option is not trademark infringement oh God you guys we're not going to court <laughs> over this <laughs> just uh. Because that shit's way boring, and our show's boring <laughs> enough. Uh, no, but seriously, to give me a little defense, uh, I already think I know what I'm leaning towards, though. I mean, you can just beat the shit out of trolls on the internet. So, like, so every guy who's like, it's kind of, I don't know if it's an actual like theory or law on the internet, but the idea of like, you could post a picture of a cat, and like five comments down, it's going to be something about like Nazis or something. And it's like, why is this brought up? It's a picture of a cat. Like, you don't need to do this. It's like instead you can just find that guy's username, reach in, and just smack him around a bit and go, "The hell's your problem? Get your life together." Or anyone who just bothers you, like people who furkins, I believe they're called, people who think they're born as the wrong animal. Oh god! So like, oh fuck people- all that. I actually just saw an article about like this sixteen-year-old in like I don't know if it's Sweden or Norway, but she literally believes she's a cat, and I'm like, that just blows my mind that people. Yeah. I, that's some kind of mental illness that <laughs> it, it, it. Yeah, that's just, that's just literally mental illness. <laughs> that's beyond fuck. And you can just reach in and just smack around, and you're like, where are your parents? Get your shit together, and just like backhand them across a few times. And all I'm saying is, if I could, physical violence solves everything, and if I could do it to the world. <laughs> I would, no, but I can't. Oh, but I, with this power glove of revengeance, I might be able to stop him. That's uh, that is a really good defense, and I agree with uh, physical uh, violence solves everything. I guess uh, because, like, think about this. I just want my one pet peeve is: can the world just fucking use your goddamn turn signal? That's all I ask. Oh. And if, like, I swear to God, if there was like, if if police like saw that someone didn't use their turn signal, they pull you over. Like, you put your window down. Like, uh, he's like, do you know why I pulled you over? And it's like. Uh, because I didn't use a turn signal, they're like, exactly, and they punch you in the fucking face and walk away, <laughs> you won't fucking do it anymore, and it'd just be like, if they ha- that happens every time, you're probably gonna get a broken nose eventually, and it's just like, okay, you'll learn your goddamn lesson. If if it's just like, you get a ticket, or like, you get a warning, or whatever, like, most likely you just get away with it and never even get pulled over, I just want, I wish they could just punch you in the fucking face and be like, yo, get your shit together. And I know it's something simple, but that would literally solve the problem. Sorry, that was a side tangent. If, if a police <laughs> officer just instantly punished you. Yeah, it's just like, you know what you did I'm wrong? I'm not even going to write you a ticket, bitch. I'm just going to, you know, like, get ready. Are you ready for this? You, <laughs> Which side do you want the black eye? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a black <laughs> eye. You walk home, and then someone's like, oh, you got pulled over. They give you a little piece of wood you put in your mouth, and you just bite on so you don't, like, bite your bite through your tongue and it's like get ready it's coming that's what i'm saying i really think no oh, one that would fucking, be brutal like everyone would learn the lesson real quick that would be but now imagine terrifying. that but for the internet okay it's like yeah you reach in and you snap someone's finger and it's like what happened it's like he sent me another goddamn whoa, whoa, candy whoa. crush invite. there, there was like, no reaching happening. in there was no reaching in this was just pu- this was punch exclusive <laughs> you can get your hand through you can whatever you want to do with the hand once it's through so, the other right, side well, here, here's, here's the problem myself but go ahead and do your own defending so cyber sex a lot more here's the thing sorry the internet is not only used through computers in fact most people nowadays use it through their phones so imagine somebody on their phone and all of a sudden a fist comes out of it they just hold their phone away you're just waving your arm wildly through their iphone 6 screen you're not hitting anything now, what are you gonna do then it's gonna backfire you you reach down, grab the phone at the base, and then pull it through itself, and then they don't have a phone anymore. 
What? That's flawless logic. Anyway, I'm, um, I'm confused. <laughs> all I gotta say is, all right, let me just say, Steel Gauntlets. I, I have my answer, and it's not really morally correct, but like, I'm thinking to myself, if you're like walking through a city and like on display, like in the glass displays, you see like all sorts of jewelry, you could just put your hand right through the glass and grab it and like knock yeah! the alarms. So I'm gonna go with that answer because I think you could uh, benefit from that way more than. And also, I am a troll and would fear getting punched through the internet. So that's like, <laughs> if I can avoid that from being created, I'm gonna go with the other option. And I could steal all sorts of shit. So uh, Matt, I mean, answer. think so about this. Actually, makes us to round three. You lock yourself out of your house, or <laughs> you you like lock your car and you don't want to have to like unlock it, get something out, close the door, lock it up again. I mean, think about how handy that would be. Yeah, I definitely uh-huh. think that's the winning Puns. answer. You wouldn't have to open your refrigerator. Well, you would actually have to open your refrigerator, but you know what I mean. My question, my question is: Is it only up till the gauntlet? Like, is it at your elbow and it stops? You can't get further. No, it's your like whole a arm. Your reactor. Your whole arm. Your whole arm. Your whole arm. But not your whole body, like up to the shoulder. Well, I mean, at the, at at a certain point, it just gets weird. So, like, what if it's like just out of shoulder's reach and you're just like phasing through like a bank vault and you're just like get caught and you're just like, oh. You have suggested sticking your your arm through an iPhone 6 screen and stealing the phone from the inside out. Now, if listeners go back and re-listen to it, they'll hear, I never said iPhone 6. I you iPhone are putting 6. words in my mouth, sir, <laughs> as long as stealing ideas from my pen. Moving so, on to round three. <laughs> yes, round three. I actually have the winning category, uh, and it's real simple. Someone's got to wow me here, and it's uh, not a strong wow. suit for Bren. What shit? <laughs> what's the title of your murder mystery? The novel you just wrote. Oh god damn it! I actually, <laughs> I I think I was randomly walking around somewhere one day and I thought of a great one and I frantically ran from like door to door, business to business, just trying to find something I could write it on. And it's just like the dumbest pun. But <laughs> I was so proud of myself, and now I can't remember. Even better. So I'll give you guys some time. Mm-hmm. The the name we have to come up with a name for a murder mystery. Yeah, as if you wrote one. Oh, god damn it! Um, All right, you ready, Bren? All right, I actually have to write this out because I know I'm gonna mess it up when I'm saying it. Jesus! All right, I think I got it. Or uh, well, I got as best as I'm gonna get. So, all right, guys, this is for the win. Round three. Uh, name your murder mystery novel that you just uh, wrote. Uh, three, two. One, go. Bugs Bee's BuzzFeed murder spree. Nabroke wow. she wrote. God damn Wait, what? Nabroke she wrote, which is death pants. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, guys. Oh, broke, I'm so sorry. Oh, I, is, I already forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's the name of the necropants. Uh, she, oh, God. Sure. Nabroke she wrote versus what? Some BuzzFeed fuck fest? What? top 10 places to host your own fuck fest (laughs) at buzzfeed.com it was a clusterfuck of an answer that's why i got (laughs) confused because i couldn't think one punny enough uh so i just tried to make my own pun that's really forced it takes it's bugs bees buzzfeed murder spree it takes place in bugs neighbor nebraska i don't know if it's a real place but it's a story so it could be fictional and it's about a buzzfeed killer who chops up its uh, victims and then puts them in a slideshow and you have to click on the next slide to find out where the next body part is and it's a murder spree all across it. You'll never believe how he killed victim number seven. Six wacky ways mom d- moms uh, impress their kids on the first day of school. They're all murder. I, I'm just, I'm imagining Nabroke she wrote and it's like some kind of, this is weird as hell, don't get me wrong, but it's like some kind of cross-dressing she-male dude that uh, has the problem of wearing necro pants, and uh, he's got like an endless supply of gold. So every time he kills someone, he just like puts gold pieces over their eyes. Why does that sound familiar? Oh, that's right, because it's Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Copyright infringement. Oh, oh, see, I knew it was something deep in my memories. I just haven't seen that movie in ages. It's a crossdresser wearing people's skins. That is copyright infringement, Matt. You lose immediately. No, you see, it disqualifies. This, this follows this this. Uh, powerful female protagonist Angela Pantsbury uh, through this uh, terrifying world where a serial killer is um, taking out uh, people and stealing their skin and uh, all along the way he lives his leaves his signature 
uh, call sign, which happens to be uh, gold coins, um, you know, uh, on uh, on and around his victims' bodies. It's it's uh, it's horrifying. The most perturbing thing about him is that he wears the necro pants on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Angela Lansbury is still alive. It, Jessica Fletcher, astonished. <laughs> All right. Well, I need to pick an answer, and I don't like either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am the I was the walrus, literally picking the uh, lesser of two evils. Yeah, and honestly, I'm going with Nabroke. She wrote because I, I, <laughs> I, I yes, and it's because I can't fucking remember yours, and I, it, was, it was good, <laughs> but there, I I was just leaning towards that. You're just writing the coattails of the first uh, category, as well as copyright infringement of both murder. She wrote. And Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. How dare you? You know, we break all the rules. This is. is, Brent, I don't uh, think you understand how copyright works. Hey, Matt. Don't! Matt's moving back up in the ranks. It's been a while, so. That was was a good game. I had a mass media law, too, where I I had two classes on mass media law. I should very well know how copyright works. Your your second answer was literally just a Nintendo Power Glove. God damn it. <laughs> yes, but I was angrier about it, and I filed the lawsuit first. Actually, no. I think I mentioned that it was trademark infringement when you brought it up, and you just sort of shrugged that off, so... <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Oh, bless I plead heart. the fifth. I think that's my first win in a very long time. I yeah, definitely, man. And I think uh it was well deserved. That was a fair game. But all right, there's one thing I want to bring up before we do plugs quick, and that is the fact that um it's been a kind of a big buzz amongst the gamer community that there's a new Pokemon game, but it's not really a Pokemon game. It's by the creators of Pokemon. It's fucking Detective Pikachu. Uh in general, it seems ridiculous and absurd. Uh the the general reaction from everyone is kind of shocked that he has such a low voice. Uh, the Japanese voice actor is like, oh, it's like very just like really. It's racist. Uh, he's trying to go for like the. <laughs> no, it's it, I, you know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to like give you an example. Everyone, just, we're used to Pikachu being like Pika Pika, and all you ever yeah, says the is Pikachu. Pitch. Yeah, I think this is trying to be like oh, like he's wearing the Sherlock hat, so I guess they're trying to go for like a gruff cockney like english accent but it's in japanese so it's just lower register yeah i'm, I'm not sure yeah it's sherlock right. pikachu but everyone's just concerned like already from the voice actor the japanese voice actor so that uh begs the question like oh well who's gonna do it for the american version of the game and there's a petition going that actually bren brought to my attention a petition for fans to get danny devito to become the voice actor for detective pikachu and i can't think of a more perfect fit and i think it's amazing that somebody's already gone to these measures to create a petition and last i checked it's already got thirty five thousand six hundred ninety two uh signatures and it's fourteen thousand three hundred and eight away from fifty thousand <laughs> that's incredible so dumb i i, I signed it. the shit out of that so i'm gonna <laughs> fucking put a link in the show notes if you guys can help us out go for it because i think that's godly and if he can actually do it if he sees that everyone wants him to and he gets money for it i think he'll definitely do it I think there's a thing where if it's like petition.org, if they got like a hundred thousand signatures and uh, it was brought to the attention of like the White House, and there's a petition for like the White House to build a Death Star, and like the White House correspondent, like a representative, like saw it, and he's like, "Yeah, we're not doing it," and then he walked away. Like <laughs> the, that was the just White House correspondent like, was no. like, "It would take more resources than are available on planet Earth to build this, so in practical terms, yeah. it's probably not going to happen." <laughs> Like, well, it was then, a really well-thought-out response. The most practical thing we could do, then, is just, like, give the moon a makeover, and we can just, like, <laughs> basically give it, like, an outer shell that emulates the Death Star, and we'd be the most, like, hip we're planet gonna, in the we're galaxy. We're gonna turn the moon into a giant zen garden. We're just gonna smooth it all out. <laughs> I just imagine it has, like, the exhaust port that Luke shot the uh, photons into, and it just says, fill my exhaust port over it, like a tramp stamp. God damn oh, it. God. <laughs> right, we need to do some plugs. Uh, 
Let's end this fucking bullshit. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, by the way. We really appreciate it. If you like our show, you can always, uh, like I said, give us an email at almostbetterthansilence at gmail.com or tell your friends about us uh, because we could always use uh, more subscribers and stuff. But um, how about anybody else want to do plugs? Uh, the My Twitter is abtsbrendan. And send in more I was the walrus categories because God knows this losing shrink of mine can keep on going. Oh, God. I'm doing terrible lately. Ooh, I also have an Instagram now, so if anyone's interested in checking out my really bad taste in music and ridiculous screamo, it's uh, Instagram.com slash Doug Appreciates Music. Um, and we're also doing this Twitch stream offshoot of ABTD every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Silence. Uh, how about you, Matt? Um, you can always find me at twitter.com slash Basta. B-A-S-T-A. Um, and speaking of almost better than dragons, uh, we had an episode go out last weekend. I don't know when that will be relative to when this episode goes out, but um, it's starting to get really good. Kier joined us and he sort of started tagging along on the adventure. And yeah, it, seriously, if you haven't checked it out, it, listen to like the first episode of season two and I think you'll be hooked. Like it, it it's pretty damn good. If I, yeah. if I do, do say so myself. I'm excited. I don't want to toot our own horns either, but I'm really proud of this season specifically, and I'm excited to see where it goes. And I'm actually really proud of Mouseguard, because it's been a lot of fun, and uh, we've had people tune in live and the whole sh- thing. So, like I said, guys, uh, we really appreciate you tuning in this far and listening to our bullshit, but we will be back next week. See ya. Bye. Copyright infringement.